everybody, and welcome to the 12th edition of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer, the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding National Liberal Arts College. And we try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this 12th edition of the 1853 podcast, we'll meet 1985 Monmouth graduate Eric Landrum. He's president of PsyChi, that's the International Psychology Honor Society. He's also a big champion of his alma mater. Fighting Scots men's basketball coach Todd Skurseth will tell us about his team's 2017-18 season, and we'll also learn about a national award that was recently presented to Assistant Director of Leadership Development Jake McLean. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before we chat with this week's guest, a reminder about a couple big events on campus as we wind down toward the end of the fall semester. Monmouth's next theater production, Saving Toyland, opens this Thursday, November 16, and runs through Sunday, November 19. It's based on the early 20th century operetta Babes in Toyland by Victor Herbert and Glenn McDonough, and Saving Toyland is written and directed by Monmouth's own Ron Zank. All performances will be on campus over in the Wells Theater, and for more information and the purchase tickets for Saving Toyland, check out the theater department's website, which is monmouthcollege.edu theater, and that's theater spelled R-E. And, of course, this Saturday, the Monmouth football team travels to Angola, Indiana to play Trine University in the first round of the NCAA Division III football playoffs. Kickoff is noon Eastern time, which, of course, is 11 in the morning Central time. It's the first meeting between Monmouth and Trine, who won the Michigan Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. Of course, Monmouth won the Midwest Conference last Saturday afternoon in dramatic fashion. The Fighting Scots beat St. Norbert College 9-6 in overtime when Monmouth quarterback Hayden Nelson plunged into the end zone from the one-yard line in overtime. Last Saturday's win gave Monmouth their first back-to-back conference title since 2008 and 2009, and it was their overall 13th Midwest Conference championship. If you can't make the five-hour drive to East Indiana on Saturday, you can follow updates of the game on MamaScots.com, the official place on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. You can also keep up with the game via social media. By the end of the week, we'll know if the game will be livecast for free of charge, of course, and if it is livecast, we'll show it right here on campus. Also, this will be our final edition of the 1853 podcast before the Thanksgiving break. Hopefully, we won't fill up too much on turkey, dressing, and pumpkin pie, and we'll be able to return to you on Thursday, November 30. Before terms such as student-friendly became popular in higher education, they were central to the liberal arts experience at Monmouth College. Those were among the reflections shared by a recent visit by 1985 Monmouth graduate Eric Landrum. Eric returned to campus earlier this month to speak with Monmouth psychology students. Eric has been a psychology professor at Boise State University in Idaho for more than 25 years, and he's also president of PsyChi, that's the International Psychology Honor Society. 
Eric said he returned to Monmouth to give back to his alma mater and also meet some current students who are majoring in psychology. We're at Monmouth College today kind of to try to give back and to tell students about the success stories they can become with an education from Monmouth College. I'm pretty proud of this place and I'm happy to be here. What I realized looking back at Monmouth and walking the campus last night and today is that this is an incredibly special place and people were devoted to students. You know, before the buzzwords of active learning or student friendly, Monmouth College was that in the mid 1980s. I have tried to model my interactions with my students the way psychology faculty members did for me. Eric said that a big reason he got into higher education in the first place was because of three psychology professors he had as a Monmouth student, Bill Hastings, Charles Maleska, and Dean Wright. I think watching those three gentlemen, to be honest with you, and and you know, I wish I could tell you that, oh, I, I want to make the world a better place, or oh, I wanted to help people, and that's just not the answer. The answer is, I saw three role models in front of a classroom every day, and I wanted to be like them. And, and that's the long and short of it. It's not any, it wasn't any, oh, I want to make the world a better place. I just saw these people who I wanted to emulate, and that was what it was. Eric says it means a great deal to him to be president of PsyCHI, the International Psychology Honor Society, especially because he joined the Honor Society while he was a Monmouth student. Starting at Monmouth College and joining December 13, 1983. Yeah, I looked it up. I had to. Uh, and then, you know, the induction was at Charles Maliska's home. And I, I remember this. And I, I, I've been a faculty member my entire life. I don't think I've ever had students in my home. But it was home and and that was an honor and my senior year I was chapter president and then I went on into my first job my second job I was the chapter advisor I became a Midwest region uh, steering committee member then a Midwest uh, re I'm, I'm sorry a Rocky Mountain regional um, vice president and I got to meet very famous psychologists like Albert Bandura and Elizabeth Loftus and then now I'm Psychi International President and so it's a huge honor it starts because of opportunities I had here at Monmouth College and so um, it, it, it's an amazing whirlwind for me and it's because of the opportunities of three faculty members in the Department of Psychology. Monmouth Psychology Professor Marsha Dopheide was responsible for inviting Eric back to campus and she echoed Eric's observations about what makes Mama's psychology program not only a special one, but a very strong one. The relationship it fosters between professors and the more than 100 students in the program of which she is the chair. Um, I think what makes the psychology department really special is the relationships that we have with our students. Um, we have a very open door policy in our department and the students always know that they are welcome to come into our offices Essentially, essentially whenever they want to. As long as we're here, um, we're open to have conversations with them. Um, I like the fact that they're also eager to learn and that they're also eager to get constructive feedback and to continue improving um, as they're moving through their four years here. And it's really fun to see that developmental process occur across those four years. And I think that it's, we have a really cohesive department. I think that's one of the best things about it. That's Monmouth psychology professor and department chair, Marsha Dopheide. You also heard from 1985 Monmouth graduate, Eric Landrum. He's also president of PsyCHI, the International Psychology Honor Society.
You can read more about Eric's campus visit in the news section of the Monmouth College website, which is at monmouthcollege.edu news. And you can learn more about Monmouth's outstanding psychology program by going to the academic section of the Monmouth College website. listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. The Monmouth College men's basketball team opened its 2017-18 season on Wednesday, November 15, down at McMurray College. The Fighting Scots home opener is this Saturday, November 18, against Coe College. Tip-off is 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon at Glenny Gymnasium. Monmouth men's basketball coach Todd Scrifseth has five players who started on last year's 6-17 and 17 team on his roster. Todd says that should provide some depth on this year's team. Um, you know, they're, they're led by Will Jones, uh, who's a three-time all-conference player and, and hopefully uh, will be a will, you know, by the end of the year will be a, can say he's a four-time all-conference player, which not many people can, can claim. Uh, Justin Aluya, another senior back. Uh, he was all-conference last year as well. Lamont Mitchell, um, he, he, he's back at the three spot for us. He's about a 6'4 kid, really athletic, um, up from the quads, or down from the Quad Cities. And then uh, Austin Holman is a point guard from Bloomington that started on and off for the last uh, two years. You know, and, then, and then Paul Engel. You know, Paul, Paul does a tremendous job for us, uh, um, you know, kind of the heart of our team in, in a lot of, lot of respects, very positive. Um, Really good role model for guys in our program. Uh, does a nice job of kind of starting some of the chain reactions in our motion. Uh, you know, setting a back screen that maybe doesn't quite lead directly to a shot, but forces the defense to help. And then two passes later, we're able to get something off of that. And you can kind of trace it all back to to when when Paul set that screen. Uh, so yeah, those five guys are are all back. They played a lot of games. They've uh, uh, have logged a lot of minutes together, so we're expecting uh, big things from those those five five players. Todd says that this year's Fighting Scots men's basketball team needs to get better in four areas. The first two are defense and shot selection. Well, we defensively we just weren't very good last year, to be honest with you. We team shot. Um, we we just had to, we were taking the ball out of bounds too much. You know, if you're taking the ball out of bounds, that's not good. And um, so we need to we need to. Um, we need to just be uh, more consistent with our efforts on the defensive. So we've really worked hard at working to get the best shot, um, you know, to being committed to uh, uh, trying to get as good a shot as we possibly can every trip down. And Todd says that if the Fighting Scots can also do a better job on the offensive board and consistently play an up-tempo game, 2017-18 should be a pretty good season for his team. We're an athletic team. Uh, and I think if we can be more consistent with our effort on the glass, uh, you know, we'll, we'll cause a lot of issues for people. Uh, we, we, we rebounded about just under 30% of our, our own misses last year. We'd like to be closer to 35 this year. Tempo, you know, we want to get the ball up and down the floor. We want to uh, have constant pressure on people both offensively and defensively, and so, um, you know, to, to, to play that way, though, you have to be able to get stops. You have to be able to rebound, you know. And, and so, you know, like I said before, all four of the areas really kind of coexist. And, and so we've, we've been working, working hard and concentrating on those things. A total of 15 newcomers have joined the men's basketball program this year. 
Todd says he likes what he's seen in the new players. We're really excited about our freshman class, and and it's it's clearly evident what they've brought to our program in terms of comp- competitiveness and depth and and you know, but it's unproven depth. So we'll we'll see. You know, we we get we get going this week and. Um, that depth has to prove itself as being capable of competing at a varsity level. Some of those guys will, will get a taste of you know, both varsity and JV early on, and we'll kind of see where, where they best fit um, as the season progresses. And Todd says there's a lot to like about this year's men's basketball team overall. He says they're a fun group to be around, and they also have a very strong work ethic. This team is really good. They get, they get along well. They compete. They push each other in practice. Um, but you know, when we hit the door, it's, it stays on, it stays in the gym. It, we don't, it doesn't, that competitiveness doesn't necessarily spill out into the hallway in the locker room. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a group that I think, um, has their sights set high and, and has lofty expectations for themselves. That's Monmouth College men's basketball coach, Todd Scripseth. His Fighting Scotch opened the home portion of 2017-18 season against Coe College at 4 o'clock this Saturday afternoon. Hope to see you at Glenny Gymnasium. Don't forget, you can follow men's basketball here at Monmouth College on Twitter. Their handle is Scott's M Hoops. You can also follow Monmouth College Athletics on Twitter, MC Fighting Scots. Of course, to keep up with all things Fighting Scots related, including this weekend's big football game, Don't forget to check in early and often to the Monmouth College Athletics website, and that address is monmouthscots.com. This is also a good point in the podcast to remind you of the multitude of ways in which you can follow Monmouth College in the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash monmouthcollege. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth. The college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. And if you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth at thisismonmouth. Also, don't forget to check out Mammoth on Spotify, where there are several playlists for your audio enjoyment. You're listening to the Mammoth College 1853 podcast, and I'm your host, Dwayne Bonifer in the Mammoth College Office of Communications and Marketing. You'd be hard-pressed to find a person on Mammoth's campus who is more passionate about leadership than Jake McLean. Part of the reason for that passion is that developing student leaders is part of Jake's job. He's the college's assistant director of leadership development. Part of Jake's responsibilities include running the college's prestigious James and Sybil Stockdale Fellows Program. Jake was recently honored for his work with the Stockdale Fellows when he was awarded the National Leader of the Year Award earlier this month at the LEAD 365 National Conference. The event was held down in Orlando, Florida, and it attracted student leader professionals from colleges and universities throughout the United States. Jake says that while it was nice to receive the award, he says it's more important that the Stockdale Fellows Program and Monmouth College received a national honor. I never do, uh, the work I do is for the students uh, because I see a lot of myself and some of the students that I work with uh, and how I was and so trying to give them lessons that I didn't learn until after I graduated uh, the recognition is awesome uh, but it just means that uh, I'm doing good work for our students for our college and for our community. Jake says that one of the many characteristics that helped the Stockdale Fellows program stand out is that it's a four-year leadership program. 
I think uh, there are few programs out there that have a four-year emphasis on guiding college students uh, through um, through what it actually means uh, to be a leader. Uh, I think leadership is a is a term that gets uh, widely used, thrown around, but often isn't talked about in a in a real way. Uh, it's a People have that misconception that leadership is synonymous with having a position of authority, and so the Stockdale Fellows Program kind of smashes those uh, those notions of what leadership is and tries to come together with a uh, operational kind of term. In its second year, Monmouth has first and second year Stockdale Fellows, each of whom have different tasks. Our second year fellows right now uh, have an emphasis on uh, their community. And so their task for this year is uh, researching uh, and coming up with uh, ideas of what a campus change project might look like. So what kind of opportunities uh, could they put together as a group uh, to improve uh, the Monmouth College campus? And so some of the ideas that have been generated from that are uh, a uh, actual named center for civic engagement, uh, a uh, new look to a 24-hour space on campus and what that might look like, uh, things like that. The uh, first-year fellows uh, are in the uh, kind of self-identity, uh, the who they are, who they are as a student, who they are as a leader, uh, and kind of what difference they can start to make uh, now that they're here on campus. Jake is a 2015 Monmouth graduate, and he says that it was during his time as a Monmouth student that he became interested in studying leadership. I was the student leader who uh, drove everybody crazy because there were a few things that I said no to. Uh, I wanted to get every opportunity that I could uh, while being here, and uh, through my involvement, I saw how things uh, connected with not only how I was learning in the classroom, but how I was using that outside. And so everything that I got involved in from fraternity life to student government to working in the Wackerly Center as a student, I saw how everything was uh, connecting and how it was how I was making a difference in the lives of others and how everything was impacting me as well. And so continuing leadership studies now in a graduate program, uh, it just it takes on a whole another level of understanding, fun, and uh, sometimes a lot of chaos as well. And Jake says that Monmouth is the ideal setting for students to develop their leadership skills. Monmouth gives you uh, the opportunity. And so for a, for a small uh, residential college, uh, it's uh, it's a place where you can work with a lot of different people who bring a lot of different ideas to the table. You gain an appreciation for just everybody being different, uh, everybody having their own style for things. And uh, when you can engage in conversations at uh, this kind of institution that we have, uh, I think that's, that's what gives you the good foundation uh, for the student leader. That's Monmouth Assistant Director of Leadership Development, Jake McLean. He was recently awarded the National Leader of the Year Award earlier this month at the LEAD 365 National Conference. You can read more about Jake's award in the news section of the Monmouth website, monmouthcollege.edu news. 
reminder that the 1853 podcast will take a week off to enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday and take in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but we'll be back on Thursday, November 30 with edition number 13 of the school year. On that episode, we'll hear from this year's Wisville Robeson Lecture. We'll hear what's going on with the folks in the college's Department of Political Economy and Commerce. And as we do every week, we'll check in with the friendly folks over at the Huff Athletic Center to see what's happening in Monmouth College Athletics. That's going to be a 30 for this 12th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer with the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and have a happy Thanksgiving holiday. Thank you.